1: All right, everybody, we have to talk about the Kanye in the room, Uh, and we are not, this is not a political discussion, Uh, but yes, we will say the name of the president, yes, we will talk about the location uh, where Kanye West visited him yesterday. This is not about politics, though. This is about something bigger than that, Uh, and we really just have to talk about it. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk One O Seven One, streaming live at mytalk 1071com doing everything entertainment, everything raising money for the diaper bank in Miami. Go to mytalk1071.com, keyword diaper, to donate to our diaper drive. We do have a matching sponsor up to $1,500, and we do need to get to that figure so we can take advantage of that money.
0: Yes, thank you to Amy and Kay from the No Place Like Home team with Remax Results for being Team Cobra's matching sponsor. Yes, Uh,
1: but I said that we really needed to talk about Kanye, and the reason why is because Yesterday, you may have heard he paid a visit to the president of the United States of America and stood in the Oval Office. We were told yesterday that there were a number of different things he wanted to discuss. Yes. With the president. When, when one says discuss, that to me sounds like there will be a give and a take. There will be a person A and a person B. Conversation. Correct. an exchange of thoughts and ideas.
0: Yes, they will come together to go back and forth. Yes. Um, But what ended up happening was
1: a monologue on the part of Kanye West. And I read through the transcript. And I'm going to be really honest with you. I did not watch the footage. And there's a reason why. And I'm going to tell you what it is in just a second.
0: And I will tell you Colleen mm-hmm. that I did the same. I didn't yeah. actually watch video footage. I looked at photographs. I skimmed over the transcript and I had that experience. I of the
1: meeting. It was a it was a one run-on run on sentence um that didn't did not really address any of the things that that he had said he was going to go To talk to the president about. Right. um, Maybe grazed the side of one of the topics or two. But truly, it was a monologue about Kanye West's experience of the world. And the reason why I feel like we need to talk about this is because I'm worried about him. Mm -hmm. I really truly am worried about him and I, I will not, I know that, that we can bring in some conversations around mental illness because he has talked in the past about having been diagnosed as bipolar. Um, In this monologue he did in the oval room, he said that he went to another doctor who told him, no, he's not bipolar. He uh, is suffering from a lack of sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are lots of things that you can say about that behavior and how it maybe does or does not relate to mental illness. And yes, I want to make that a part of the conversation, but stripping all of that away, there are people that are on the payroll of Kanye West that I wish were stepping in to take care of him Mm -hmm. in a way that they are not. And instead, I feel like this is being exploited and he is a person who needs help.
0: Yeah. And that he has this platform. And like you said, Colleen, that the people surrounding him aren't telling Kanye West. Now, for example, it would be, you know, you or me. If, right. if we had this experience in our lives and people saw us behaving in a way that may be caused to concern for friends and family, yes. they would say, hey, you know what? maybe you need to take a step back Yes, and maybe we need to assess where you are. And that's perfectly healthy and normal. But to your point, Colleen, the people who may be in his life who are close to him are not doing that because this happened yesterday. And people gain
1: something yeah. from, from his, whatever that is, whatever it is, he's communicating. There are people who gain from it somehow. And, those people are um, allowing him to continue to behave this way because they profit from it. Yes. Or they look good because of it or any number of, of reasons why. And what I see is a person who is struggling right now. Yeah,
0: you just you see a human being. Exactly. And you see a person, you see a guy and you see that individual. You see Kanye and say this you might this. You don't seem like necessarily like you're in the best space, and unfortunately, we and the rest of the and a lot of other people are are not in positions to be able to say, "Hey, like, let's uh, take this back a little bit." And you and you're right, Colleen. They're the business model of social media is clicks. It's, oh, big time! It's, it's engagement. It's it's being attention seeking, and and for whatever reason, positive, negative, whatever, this kind of behavior gets. Attention, exactly. Um, so
1: I read this article uh, that was on that's on Vox, and um, and this is the headline, and this is what drew me in. Kanye West in the damaging way we talk about celebrities and mental health. Now, in the interest of full disclosure, I am somebody who struggles with uh, my own mental illness. Um, I have diagnosed anxiety and depression. And so uh, that perks me up. It is Mm -hmm. something I'm very public about. It's something I tend to. Um, It is something where people who I care about in my inner circle have pulled me aside at times in my life and said, I'm worried about you Mm -hmm. because I see this, this and this. And this doesn't feel characteristic of you. Yeah. And I've heeded that. Um, And it's not that they're that, you know, it's I also understand that it is a complicated thing to sit somebody down and talk to them about what you see. Yeah where you see they're struggling, that there are a myriad of ways that somebody might react to that. But what was interesting about this article, which incidentally was written by a person who struggles with uh, uh, OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, which is goes under the umbrella of mental illness. Um, this author talks about how we are familiar with mental illness, but most people are familiar with the stereotypes of mental illness. Mm -hmm. And then they feel free to look at the behaviors of Kanye West and say, oh, that's because you know he has bipolar disorder or he, you know he has struggled with mental health issues, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the tricky part is that that almost almost advances the stigma even more, Mm -hmm. right? So when somebody looks at how Kanye West is behaving and then attributes it to the mental illness, then people then think that that's what that mental illness always looks like. Oh, sure. So then it Mm -hmm. further stigmatizes it. And I, and I just, you know, I kind of, it made me take a step back and really think about how we talk about celebrities who are exhibiting um, behaviors that feel out of the norm. And I just, I am unsettled about Kanye West right now.
0: Well, I think that I think that to this article's point it I it's hard to talk about something with, that we don't know all the pieces of the puzzle to. Right. But when you look at somebody an individual and you can see maybe perhaps this person is not acting in a way that they normally would mm-hmm. and then you're wondering well where are the people in his life to take right. care of him like you just said Colleen you have people in your own life right. who are able to step you aside and say hey you know what maybe this isn't what we normally see and maybe we want to advise you in some place but it, it is it's complicated and we've reached this point in, in the dialogue of celebrity the dialogue of social media where we are evolving the way that we talk about these things
1: and I hope that we do continue to talk about it because I think it's an important thing to talk about it's important to actually see what and, and this and yesterday's exhibit from Kanye West was not an isolated incident we've seen this now maybe three four times in the past month these experiences where he is sort of monologuing in a way that's hard to follow um, and when you see that happen again and again and again it can be easy to go oh I have to ignore that but I really think we need to be talking about it and be talking about how we're talking about it. Yeah, I know. I feel like I'm kind of chasing <laughs> a tail here. <laughs> well, but- we're
0: chasing a tail, but I think that these are important conversations to have because we're right in it with everybody else. Yes, and we are working this out in real time. Exactly, and that we're 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 creating the language. Yes.
1: In real time. Yes. And you know, this is not our first encounter with celebrities and mental health Um, in the past couple years. We've had many opportunities to encounter celebrities and mental health. And I think that that's an important thing to do. And that it can move us to have an open and honest discussion about mental health at large. Um, And and I would like for us to seize that moment, I guess. Now, uh, when it comes to our mental health and the way that I take care of my own mental health, there's a certain amount of relaxation that I like to enjoy. And one of the ways that I have done that... Holly, and I know you have too, is by floating at Sanctuary Float Spa. And I think the world needs a Sanctuary Float Spa right now. Yes. We are not able to deliver that to the whole world right now. No. But we are able to deliver a one-hour float... To two lucky callers.
0: Yeah. Two people will receive one 60-minute session at Sanctuary Float Spa. It is incredibly relaxing. I have done it. Colleen has done it. And we want two of you to be able to have this opportunity. Caller 4, caller 5, 651-641-107 will each win one 60-minute float session at Sanctuary Float Spa. It's Awesome. It is amazing,
1: and you will have a lovely time. And I want you to relax and I want you to think of nothing. Clear your mind. Now, when you come when we come back, we're gonna fill our stomachs. Exactly!
0: Hey! It's cheat
1: day. We'll be back after this on My Talk 107. We love to talk about food and we love to talk about food on Fridays on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at my talk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off today, Holly Roberts is filling in with me. <laughs> yes. I excuse am. me. Sorry about that. Okay, so here's the thing. Before we get to food talk, I also want to remind everybody that we are uh we are raising money for our friends in the Florida Panhandle. Our friends who have been affected uh by Hurricane Michael, a category 4 hurricane that made landfall and has caused great destruction. Uh I know that uh a lot of times. I, there's a lot going on in the world right now. Yeah, there's and a I th- ton. And I know that it can be really hard to let some of those images in when we're already kind of struggling with what's going on around us. Um, but it's an important thing to remember that real people have lost a lot.
0: And some people have lost everything. Everything. And exactly. we know that we ask a lot of my talkers. We just did Project Down and Dirty Comedy. We had a diaper drive for Hurricane Florence. But whenever there is need, my talkers, are. you guys are some of the most generous loving and giving people out there and that's why we come to you uh, with this diaper drive for hurricane michael go to my 1071.com keyword diaper and donate to the team colleen and bradley page now we have 908 dollars right now but we need to get to 1500 the reason why is every dollar up to 1500 dollars is being generously matched by amy and k with the no place like home team with remax results that means every dollar you donate is is going to be doubled when until we get to that fifteen hundred dollar mark, which is incredible, and every single dollar that my talk raises is going to the Miami Diaper Bank. They will be able to buy diapers at cost and get them to the Florida Panhandle. They need us right now.
1: Yeah, you know, and I said this before and if you are a parent or a grandparent or have um have worked with children at any point in your life, you know diapers are necessary. Oh yeah. This oh, is yeah. not something you can live without and when you've already lost everything, um being able to diaper your child oh. um that really is a basic need that we can help fulfill right now. Uh and I want to say thank you to Jean, who just donated a few seconds ago, who said, this is dedicated to all the people who helped me when I needed help with diapers. Yeah, Somebody who really truly knows how meaningful that is to be helped uh, in that way. And these are people, this is a small way that you can help from your desk, from your mobile phone, from wherever you are. Go to mytalk1071.com, keyword diapers, uh, and, uh, and donate, please. Now, uh, we're going to give you quick little bits of food news before we get to our cheat day extravaganza. Um, I have really good news. Really good news. This is really good news. Really yeah. good news? I promise you. How what's good my, is it? What's my favorite fast food restaurant?
0: taco bell taco
1: bell i love to make a run for the border uh so here's the thing they are bringing back party packs what are party packs it's a giant box of tacos it's a lot of tacos are you serious another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman,
0: Yes. When can we get a Taco Bell party starting pack? next week? This is amazing. Now, it's, this what is can perfect. We get in well, it? so
1: <gasps> you can get ten or twelve packs of tacos, and if I remember correctly, you can get variety. Yes, so you get the Taco Party Pack, which has a mix of twelve crunchy or soft tacos. Uh, and you can get like six crunchy or six soft or whatever you can do whatever you want you can also get it's the doritos locos tacos uh, and grande meals you will give you some th- that will give you bean burritos soft tacos crunchy tacos i mean you can mix and match is what i'm saying oh. this is perfect for if you are doing you know like your um like a football i don't know what do they call that game football and like people have parties around that. A right? Tailgate. To me, it's all about eating, so I don't know. <laughs> That's not even a game. I know. That's the pre-party That's the pre-party. Colony. Okay, well, if you need to eat around that, uh, yes, you can do that.
0: Party packs are coming oh, back. I was thinking that Yay. I would get a party pack for myself on okay, the couch. There's another night. option. Party! You do you. And you have some other food news. Oh, yeah. You know what? Here's what you're going to do. This is going to be a hot Friday night. When the Taco Bell Party Pack is available for purchase. Go get yourself one of those. Then you drive your car to the Burger King drive-thru, and to wash down your party pack, you get a Frozen Fanta. That is the color black.
1: (gasps) Because it's Halloween. It's the Frozen
0: Fanta Scary Black Cherry slushy. We might have
1: to try that next week. We
0: might have to try this. Now, remember a couple of years ago, Colleen, when uh, Burger King had the black halloween whopper yeah i do we had that for two day friday Mm -hmm. and
1: it and we experienced it Do you remember the total experience yeah went on the way out yeah it was a different you had it again yeah it was a
0: there was a color
1: uh, that it gave you
0: yeah and that color is green well (laughs) apparently this fanta black cherry slushy is going to do the same thing Ah! again um (laughs) and not only that but allegedly it stains your teeth. Oh my gosh.
1: Okay, well that sounds like fun. Way to sell it, Holly. Now let's uh, let's roll that cheat day. Cheat day.
0: Dirty, rotten
1: cheetah. Cheat day taste test.
0: Stick this in your mouth.
1: Well, uh, we are going to stick something in our mouths. Uh, We're not going to make you listen to it today, but we got a feast in front of us that was brought to us by Tavala, which is a downtown eatery, uh, and they've got some really great things going on there. But right now, what we have for you in honor of Cheat Day is a $100 gift card to Tavala, the restaurant downtown, who's brought us a delicious pizza and salad. 651-641-1071. That $100 gift card is going to go to caller number three. Give us a call. We'll be back with D-Bags after this. On my talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. And uh this is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk1071, One, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off today. He'll be back on Monday. Holly Roberts is filling in. We call this segment Lord and Lady d bag
0: Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the day. Ta-da. D-bags. sorry i was thinking about it this individual colleen is not necessarily a d-bag mm. but this whole scenario is kind of d-baggy and i selected it only because i knew it would irritate you oh fun <laughs> yay <laughs> oh word on the street colleen mm-hmm. rumor has it i've heard a little uh
1: everybody's talking about everybody's
0: it. talking about this that there's some casting news regarding an upcoming coming Disney live-action reboot. You know, Disney. Oh, yeah, they're just that, rebooting that, that, everything, live-action. Yeah, why think of anything original? I mean, okay, well, you could take issue with them not thinking of anything original because mm-hmm. a lot of these movies are based on old fairy tales. Right. I digress. Yes. Word on the street, Colleen, mm-hmm. is that Disney wants to cast Lady Gaga in their live-action reboot of The Little Mermaid. <sighs> but wait... There's more. There's more. She wouldn't be playing Ariel Colleen. Why? Because she would be playing Ursula. I
1: mean... Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> Nobody on the internet is having any of this for many reasons. Okay, first of all, number one, I have Gaga fatigue. Yes, I can't. Because... With anymore. She ooh. needs a... She just needs to like sit down for a second and like regroup or not even, I don't even care. She doesn't have to sit down. She can keep working. I just need to not have so much Gaga in my grill. Gaga's making you Gaga. Gaga's making me gag, gag. (laughs) I just, you know, I like her. It's not that I don't like her. I just don't, there is such a thing as being overexposed and I think we are Reaching peak Gaga overexposure. And I think
0: we've visited this location before. We have been to this location before. And she took your advice, Colleen. After her album, I think it was Art Pop. Yep. That album didn't really do that well. So she decided to take a step back, did a little jazz with Tony Bennett, Mm -hmm. and then she came back. And she... and she came back kind of a new version of Gaga, right? Yeah, so she had a this cowboy is the problem.
1: Oh, okay. Can I can I advise her, please? Yeah. Because I, this on. is what's happening is that she 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 comes good on her. She comes back with a new version of her, which is a good thing. I want but what I want is an authentic version of her. And I think we're seeing a little bit more of that. My bigger problem being that she wants to follow in the footsteps of Barbara Streisand. We've, I've already had those emotions. But like the problem is, you have to come back and come back in a manageable slice. But what we're getting is the whole pie right now. And I don't want the whole pie. I want a slice of Gaga and I, and then give me another slice in a little while. But it's like this constant Gaga barrage. Number one. Number two, (laughs) like I don't really like that to me, Disney is trying to capitalize on the Gaga. Hotness right now? Yes. And that doesn't feel like a, a wise decision either, because I feel like they're shoehorning her into a character role in the role of Ursula. And that's going to hearken back to old Gaga. The hotness is <laughs> over with. I'm sorry, I'm probably overthinking this, but I just... It's already so irritating that we are that everything old is live action again when it comes to Disney, Mm -hmm. and I've accepted that I've come to a place of acceptance. Yeah, but I'm mad about the genie, which is what we talked about yesterday. They've cast Will Smith in the role of genie (laughs) in Aladdin, and I'm mad about this. And I I just
0: yes, we have come to a place. The live-action Disney reboot thing, that's d in one place. But I've come to a place of acceptance almost because I realize that these movies are being made for the children of today. Right. And I'm basically becoming an old biddy.
1: Well, and and what makes sense about it, and I get it, I understand the genius of this, is that these are the movies that I loved as a child, and now I am a mother with my own children, and it gets to breathe new life into the stories, into the movies, in a way that I can appreciate it with my children, Right. I get it. There's genius in that. I I just want Gaga. No, I'm done. Yeah, that's it. Well,
0: and I didn't, Colleen, I didn't even get to the part that the internet really disliked about this news. So 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 another aspect of the story, Lady Gaga potentially being cast as Ursula in the live action reboot of A Little Mermaid, is that people pointed out that the cartoon version of Ursula is a woman of size mm-hmm. and that Lady Gaga is oh, not. Oh, yes. Being that there are many talented women who should have the opportunity mm-hmm. to play this role, not Lady Gaga. Okay, I
1: agree with you. And yet, that just made me think of an article I read about... Um, the actress who plays Kate on This Is Us. Chrissy Metz. Thank you, Chrissy Metz. It just like flew out of my brain. Chrissy Metz, uh, page six, I think, did an article about this. She's in her 30s and she just put on a swimsuit for the first time. Mm -hmm. And this was a headline. Chrissy Metz has found a swimsuit that she likes and so she put on a swimsuit. Okay. Right? Right. Thank you. <laughs> Clickbait. Yeah, wow. I clicked it. Whatever. Okay. Leave. I, I don't even know. I can't. I she can't put on clothes today, like yeah, another human and being, and did what people do. Um, and I think that the article was all about, like, you know, body positivity, etc., which is all a good thing, and I'm for it. But one of the things that Chrissy Metz said in this in this article, they attributed it to another conversation with Chrissy Metz, where she said. Um, That her next role she's looking forward to playing because she really wants to play a role that isn't about her size. Yeah. And so she has taken a role where she just plays a mother and her size is not part of the script. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is another thing that we have to honor. Right. That, 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 That like typecasting is a real thing. And so it's, I see
0: both sides of this as oh, the Oh, I see line. both sides too, yeah. because to the internet's point, yes, totally understand that. To... The other point is that, well, this was just the artistic interpretation by Disney in the late 80s about what this character should look like. Right. That being said, it doesn't have to look like that at all. Like we don't like, you know, the genie in Aladdin. We right. don't know what the genie in Aladdin's going to look like. But I think they're working on the precedent of these live action reboots is that the visualization of these live action reboots definitely stay true To the animated version so I think people are kind of going off of that being like okay well we've looked at Beauty and the Beast and the Jungle Book and some other things and that they have a similar look Mm -hmm. so if that's going to be the case then how is Lady Gaga going to fit into that literally we just went places
1: I know whoa geez there's a lot (laughs) to unpack there I I regret I regretfully inform you there's going to be a lot to unpack from my d-bag all right. Wait, that didn't come out right. Let's
0: put the suitcase on the okay, thing. are you no, ready? We'll
1: take, take the dirty underwear out. I don't even know what to do with this information that I'm about to share with you.
0: Neil Patrick Harris
1: was on The View on oh, Wednesday. Oh, dear. Did you hear about this?
0: No. Okay. I'm just Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick okay. Harris
1: was on The View. Whoopi Goldberg is one of the hosts on the panel. Yes, she is. She's the moderator. They worked together. In a, a movie called Clara's Heart in 1988. Oh, throw it back. They shared an exchange that happened on set. Please listen to this with your 2018 years. Year, They're open. Okay. He said, I did my first movie ever with Whoopi Goldberg. She told me I was 15 or 16 years old. She told me on my last day of shooting that in 10 years time, she was going to have sex with me. Okay. The audience had a similar like there was some applause and laughter, but then awkward moments. Right. Yeah. And Goldberg said, I might have. And he then said, or she said he had many questions as a kid. So I said, listen, wait 10 years and I'll take you through it. And she said, in those days, you could actually have some fun like that. You can't do that now. People get very upset now.
0: But was it fun back in the late 80s? I'm literally, was it, was it I fun? Am like, I don't think so. <laughs> what on earth possessed you
1: to share this story?
0: Yeah, that's awkward. Because
1: what, that's, that's what you, we can That's what we can control right now. Yeah. Okay, second thought. What possessed you in the year 1988 to say, Whoopi Goldberg, to a 15-year-old, ah. in 10 years, I will have sex with you so you can learn how to have the sex?
0: Yeah, no.
1: I, I this is if the roles were reversed we would be having a very different conversation yes we would be having a very different
0: conversation you're right to me
1: none of that sounds fun or funny no it sounds ishy and I hate that this article came or that this article came out I hate that this like happened and it's not this
0: like it's not everywhere it should be everywhere I think this is like That's gross. Well, and I think it speaks to that mindset where you had that conversation in 1988. Now, was it a good conversation? Was it fun in 1988? Now, were we in a place maybe culturally where we were, oh, we just brushed it off. It was just, we were just joking. It was just a little bit of fun where, well, you know, actually, no, it wasn't okay in 1988. No, it's not okay
1: ever, ever, ever.
0: Thank you. Yes. That's nasty. This is real nasty. nasty.
1: Ugh. All right, hey! Uh, before let's just cleanse our palate. Yeah, let's do some good. Let's do some let's good. Let's really do push some out good here. some good into the world. Yeah, um, and we are asking you. We're getting ever closer to our uh, to our matching goal. We are asking you to reach into your pockets, reach into your hearts, and and give to the people who've been affected by Hurricane Michael and the Florida Panhandle. We are doing a diaper drive. This time, we're doing it online, and we're doing it. We're just asking for money because yeah. the Miami Diaper Bank uh, will be able to buy a lot of diapers with the money that you are helping to donate to them and what's amazing is that we also have a matching uh sponsor and that is amy and Kay from the no place like home team with remax results They're going to match up to $1,500. Yes, so
0: just go to mytalk1071.com, keyword diaper. Go to Team Colleen and Bradley and donate what you can. Again, every dollar up to $1,500 is going to be matched, and we still have a ways to go to reach our maximum in that matching donation. So we're at about $1,000 right now. Uh, We see you donating, and we thank you. We know that we have asked a lot of you, my talkers, but truly, when you see the devastation uh, that has happened, in the Florida panhandle from Hurricane Michael. This is something really easy and simple that you can do to help affect real change and comfort because like we've said throughout the show, uh, diapers are one of those fundamental needs that people uh, absolutely need. And and you can give that
1: to them today. Absolutely. MyTalk1071.com, keyword diaper. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show... This there's a, there's something funky happening yeah. <laughs> between Mandy Moore and her ex-husband, funky to say the least. Ryan Adams. Oh. We got to tell you about how uh this is when
0: celebrity profiles go wrong, baby. Oh,
1: oh, here we go. Okay, here we when go. celebrity profiles go wrong. After this on My Talk 107. So Mandy Moore and her ex-husband Ryan Adams are having a weird disagreement. And I think Ryan Adams is really the only person involved in it. It's so bizarre. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Uh, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off. Holly Roberts is in. And Holly, can you kind of set the stage for what the heck is going on between the two of them? Yeah,
0: let's start... With Glamour Magazine. Ooh. It all began. It, it all does. does it, and it totally does. So Mandy Moore, uh, along with the, her other her other female co-stars. In- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
1: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo.
1: And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: In the show, This Is Us are featured in Glamour Magazine's November cover story. Mandy Moore... Uh, I think probably because one of the many reasons This Is Us is a a show about relationships Mm -hmm. and and family. She was asked uh, to reflect on her marriage to musician Ryan Adams. That is her Mm ex-husband. She had this to say about her relationship with her ex, Ryan Adams. I couldn't control what happened to my immediate family, but I could control starting on my own. She said that uh, in her relationship... With Ryan Adams, she felt spiritually and fundamentally stuck and that her career and friendships each took a hit until after her divorce. Now, thinking about that, I looked back at Mandy Moore's career and kind of like, okay, I think that there probably was some truth to that. We didn't see a lot from Mandy Moore when she was married to Ryan Adams. She goes on to say, I don't feel guilty for it. The end of her marriage. I don't fault myself for it. When people said, I'm sorry, I was like, no, sorry would have been. I stayed in a very unhealthy situation. Mandy Moore goes on to say, I didn't. I found my way out. And when I did, things opened back up. So that's what she had to say about her relationship to Ryan Adams pretty coded language Mm -hmm. seeming that her relationship with ryan adams wasn't good it wasn't good for her and so she left and she said that in the vague celebrity way she didn't really want to go into details but she wanted to honor the story right and she was asked i mean you know so rather
1: than just say i don't want to talk about it she spoke for herself yep um i will also i just also wanted to add that At the time when she did marry, I mean, even when she was dating Ryan Adams, but when they got married, I remember uh, that the, the sort of public reaction was a little bit like... Head, it was uh, a head
0: scratch. You were like at, at the time what? Ryan Adams, star of the country alt rock indie scene, marrying Mandy Moore, like uh, little pop princess. Yeah. Who's turned kind of actress turned rom-com supporting star. Yeah. It just it seemed a little
1: weird. Yeah. And so so I, I think that people do kind of wonder about their marriage and I don't think it was out of place for the person to ask I no, guess is what I I'm saying. No, I don't think so
0: either and uh-huh. considering the show This Is Us is yeah. about marriage, relationships, all of that I think it was in tune with the vibe that they were going with Glamour Magazine Yes. So then it gets weirder calling. It per- does get Perez weird. Hilton, I'm bringing Perez Hilton uh-huh. into this. Oh, so. so he's happy that you are by the way. I know, mm-hmm. thank you uh, Perez Hilton, that website wrote a story about the Glamour Magazine interview So Ryan Adams must have been trolling the internet and found out about this article and must have read it. So he retweeted this with the caption, she didn't like the Melvins or Blade Runner. Doomed from the start. If only I could remember the start, lol. That's what Ryan Adams tweeted about his marriage to Mandy Moore, basically saying that because Mandy Moore didn't like the band, the Melvins or the movie Blade Runner, the entire marriage was doomed from the start. But he couldn't even remember the start okay, which is not
1: by the way uh that is a that is a drug reference that is a drug <laughs> reference, and oh. he does clarify that so when you say when you know because I could see how you could misconstrue uh if only I could remember the start, no, it was. No.
0: In reference to his state of affairs at the time. Which he went on to elaborate in a now since de- deleted tweet. He said, When someone told me we got married, I thought they were joking. Then I realized how many painkillers I was taking. Honestly, there weren't enough to numb the shock. Golly goops. So, I, what I interpret him as saying is
1: he was so high. That he didn't even realize that they had gotten married.
0: Yeah. And then Ryan Adams continues to air more dirty laundry about Mandy Moore, specifically calling his ex wife, Mandy Moore, quote, the spiritual equivalent of a soggy piece of cardboard, adding, quote, but it rains on Netta Porter every day when you're trapped inside yourself. Take the money. I'll take my pride any day. What that means, Netta Porter is a high end website. For shopping, Mm -hmm. meaning that Mandy Moore would go on that website and shop away all of her problems. Yeah. I'm like, Ryan Adams, stop it. You know, this is like the equivalent of taking the lowest low road. Mandy Moore tried to take the high road Uh when talking about her relationship with Ryan Adams. And then he just let everything out. And his pride was obviously hurt. And, you know, he reacted
1: um, impulsively. Shall we say? Mm -hmm. Um,
0: So you said that these tweets are now deleted. Uh, Some of them are now deleted, but some of them remain. The one that remains is the tweet that he ended up with where he said that the reason he tweeted all of this stuff is because he was in pain and he was crumbling. So all of this coming out was coming from a space of real pain for mm-hmm. Ryan Adams and people were concerned about it. Mm-hmm. Now, ending all of this, he said he apologized for his remarks and he was trying to be funny. Nah, <sighs> you missed. You missed. And he said, "I ha- but I have not always will choose to remember the amazing moments. It isn't classy or okay. Lessons what was. I'm happy for everyone and doing my best. So this just... Oh, this was just I I think, again, it's an example of social media use. Please use with caution. Well, yeah, and also just celebrities
1: who have put a lot out there and then feel like the responsibility to put it all like to respond to any piece that's out there when truly if Ryan Adams would have never said anything we wouldn't have even probably talked about no. what Mandy Moore said about the relationship. Yeah,
0: sometimes it's just best to say nothing at all. Isn't Yeah, that a country we music do song? say it best when we say nothing at all. Yeah.
1: Uh, <sighs> anyway, well, listen, uh, we can't do anything about R- Mandy Moore and Ryan Adams, but no. we what we can do something about is raising some money and raising some money for the people who have been affected by hurricane michael in the florida panhandle and the way we're doing that is by asking you to donate to our diaper drive it's all online it's all money that will go directly to the miami diaper bank we are trying to get uh, as much as we can but hopefully up to fifteen hundred dollars because we do have a matching sponsor and that's The No Place Like Home team with Remax results. That's Amy and Kay. Thank you to them. Uh, Go to mytalk1071.com, keyword diaper. And like I said, all of that money goes directly to the Miami Diaper Bank to help people who really need your help. When we come back, we're going to do a little reboot or get the boot. I've got reboot news on My Talk 1071. 1071. Everything. Entertainment.